1: Rate and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. For the love of God, do it. It really helps.
0: All right, Bitch Talkers. This has been a long time coming. Um, I think we've, you know, quote unquote, known Honey Parker for a couple of years. And um, she has just been in our zone, um, not only just as a podcast host, um, along with her husband. It's called Couple Co., She also was so nice enough to uh, let us rent her beautiful condo in, uh, in Park City during our first run at Sundance a couple of years ago. And now she's on because guess what? She uh, wrote a book called Carefulish during the pandemic. And the sequel to that book is coming out soon. So we just wanted to have a chat and catch up with Honey Parker in person, quote unquote, on Zoom, quote unquote. But we can't see each other because <laughs> we're having production problems. So it's totally cool, guys. So, Honey,
1: welcome to Bitch Talk.
2: Well, thank you for having me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow. T- you tied that in. That was beautiful. Yeah,
2: that was beautiful. You know, I was in marketing for years. So, you know. <laughs> I can I can tell. I can tell.
0: So, honey, how about we just start with the book? Let's talk about carefulish and also like how how and where did you get the uh the gumption to write a book during the pandemic?
2: Oh my gosh, it was you know, such a crazy thing. I'd like to say, you know, it's like what I did on my COVID vacation. Um, <laughs> almost, you know, like right at the beginning of COVID, uh, my husband and I, Mr. Parker, yes. uh, started doing having this regular weekly Zoom with friends of ours in New Hampshire, uh, where I am now. And uh, she is in the wife of that couple, uh, she's in television big network. And we'll just leave it at that. And we were joking every week about like just the ridiculous things people were doing during COVID, just really (laughs) stupid, but wonderfully funny things because we're human and we do stupid and wonderfully funny things. And she said to me, you know, honey, you really should write that as a sitcom. Uh, Cause I, my husband and I, when we were in LA wrote screenplays and we sold like uh, half a dozen or so, and I had done stand up. And she, for some reason, she was like, "Honey, you should write that as as a sitcom." And you know, it's a pandemic, and I'm home, so I was like, "I should." <laughs> so in a day, I wrote a sitcom. And and honestly, I wouldn't have done it because having been in the business, I know that pretty much nothing gets made. Yeah, but here was one person at one network who had one person to show it to, and I thought, <laughs> well, that's better odds than you know usual. So in a day I wrote the sitcom and the next day I wrote an outline for the whole first season and I sent it to her and nothing happened, <laughs> you know, and just like you thought, shocking. <laughs> yeah, just, just as predicted way to manage expectations. And so my husband, Mr. Parker said, well, you know what you need to do? is write a novel because that way you don't have to wait for anybody to green light it. And at the end of the day, you will have something. You will It will exist in space. Mm. And I thought, okay. you know, I mean, I had never written a novel and the longer format stuff I had done with him. So this was my first venture in long format by myself. Um, but again, it was a pandemic and this is a cheery note. My mom died in the beginning of the pandemic. So I was oh, just like, almighty. I needed something. Mm -hmm. thank you and um so i did it when i was about three chapters in he was he said by the way it needs to be a series and i said why is that and he said because your third book sells your first book so you know i just for some reason i didn't say well that is just ridiculous i just said okay Mm -hmm. um and i put my head down and wrote a a little bit of humorous fiction about six friends in New York city during the beginning of a pandemic.
1: Wow. (laughs) That's such a cool story. I love how you just sort of fell into it. And, you know, just from looking at your, your background, you've written before, you've written in other like sort of business style writing. And I, I believe you've done screenplays as well. Is that correct?
2: Yeah. So I mean, I started writing in advertising. I started as an art director and became a writer um, in advertising, big agency advertising in New York and then Los Angeles. And in Los Angeles, I met my now husband um, and uh, Pam Wallace, who co-wrote the movie Witness. Uh, that's an interesting story. Uh, she knows my husband not knows him. She knows my husband. <laughs> um, and, well, being clear. Um, and she had asked him, she had had an idea for a screenplay and, uh, but it's a comedy and she is not a comedy writer. She's a great writer, but comedy is not her thing. And so she asked him to write it and he said, well, do you mind if honey writes it with me? And I thought that was just madness. I mean, we were, we were not married at this point. We had never written together. Um, And and it almost broke us, but it ended up, um, we sold that screenplay and and about half a dozen more. Um, So that was the beginning of our writing career, my long format writing career. And then um, we left LA, moved to Park City, Utah, opened an ad agency. And so writing in that capacity, and we've written some business books together as well. but this is my first these are my first novels. I think the next one comes out next week.
1: Yeah, well, what, what I was interested in is how does your writing style change depending on what you're writing or does it, you know, are you one of those from nine to five? I'm going to write and just really strict about it. Or do you need to have music, tea or, or like how do you just sit down in front of a blank screen and make it happen?
0: Do you need special lighting? <laughs>
2: We know about your I need a lighting team needs. Of lighting engineers. <laughs> I, I have very specific lighting needs. I love the word needs. We always so we joke about advertising all the time. This is not the question you ask, but but needs is one of our favorite words because people have all kinds of needs in advertising. Um, but I have lighting needs. Uh, my style of writing. Um, you know, I I figured it out. Pretty quickly. And, and I wrote this like a house on fire because I have a friend who's in publishing and I sent him actually the sitcom and I said, I'm thinking of turning this into a novel. What do you think? And he loved it. Uh, And he said, but you can't go with a regular publisher because this has to come out in the fall and a regular publisher is going to take at least a year if they take you on. And so I had in my head, okay, it's got to come out in the fall. Um, So I have to (laughs) write as fast as humanly possible, Uh, which was better for me to write quickly because I've got six main characters and writing quickly helped me keep everybody's story in focus. Uh, So I figured out within about a week that 2,500 words a day is my pace Um, if it ends up going a little more fine, um, and to make that happen, I need one can of Red Bull, um, (laughs) and I cannot eat breakfast. Oh, and I'm often done writing by about four o'clock.
0: Wow. No food and just Red Bull. (laughs) Um, and and great lighting.
2: (laughs) If, if only yes, yes. I was 400 pounds when this started. No, um, (laughs) (laughs) I, I would eat lunch and I would try to get, work a hike in there as well. And Mm. I was writing five days a week, 2,500 words a day. Wow. Wow. That's some concentration, honey. Yeah. (laughs) It's, you know, uh, in the beginning it really was um, because my writing style, like it took me a little bit to figure out how I was going to tell the story. And because it's six main characters, their lives overlap constantly. Um, but, you know, it was like, what was my voice? Cause I'd never written a novel before, but I had written screenplays. And when, when I was working on screenplays, I've, not that I didn't focus on the whole thing, but dialogue was really my thing. Mm. Um, and I, I love dialogue and that was Mr. Parker is way better than me at stage direction. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you read the book, it reads almost like a screenplay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It I is
2: heavy dialogue.
0: Yeah. I, I noticed that in the book. And, um, so can I ask you while you're writing this book, you know, um, 5 days a week 2000 2500
2: words did you say sorry 2500 2500 yeah. was 2500 words a day
0: I know you're you know your business is in marketing advertising so you do kind of have to be glued to the television and seeing what's happening on the day to day but was this a nice escape for you during the pandemic it was the
2: best gift I could have given myself. Um, I told Mm -hmm. myself that I lived at a writer's retreat because we had been traveling around the country. Like like before everybody else said a pandemic, I must get in an RV. We had Mm -hmm. spent a few years traveling around in an RV, interviewing couples because our podcast is Couple Co, Working With Your Spouse for Fun and Profit. We've been interviewing couples all across the country in person. We say we show up with wine and microphones. And, um, all of a sudden we just, we just, our role stopped, (laughs) you know, like we came to a dead stop. And so, but we were at the base of a ski resort. And so I told myself that this is a writer's retreat. It is not a pandemic. And, um, and selfishly, one of the characters has like a really close relationship with her mother and they talk on the phone a lot. And that, she is not the character's not based on me but that relationship with her mother is based on me and the mother is so based on my mother and so <laughs> i just got to talk to my mom some more
1: oh okay oh, that's so beautiful yeah and and you're so lucky that you found something to get you through this year plus uh, that that we had that, that kept you going um but I really it's so hard, honey, because even just looking at your bio, I'm like, what the (laughs) hell? I want to talk about everything. Mm -hmm. We don't have five hours. I'm just going (laughs) to briefly brush over some things. Pick one thing. Go ahead. Pick something. Okay. well, I had three that I was going to bring up that I mean, you can pick something, but go for it. You sailed in the North American Fireball Championships and you're not a sailor. You you, you <laughs> no. sparred with the world's female boxing champion um, and you spend half the year traveling with your I husband. Am. So, I mean, you can start with yeah. one and then, you know, Aaron and I can keep talking about the rest. I don't know. It's just insane. I
2: will say that the scariest thing I've ever done was write a screenplay with with my then boyfriend, but um, <laughs> Sailing. So he was a lifelong sailor. And when we started dating, uh, you know, he would talk about sailing and he hadn't sailed in years. And I thought, well, that's just, that's so sad. And um, so I gave him, we went out. This was crazy. This was a crazy story. We were out to dinner and I decided I was going to surprise him. I'd like cut out a picture of water and I folded up several very large bills into, so they were like little origami boats and I was presented them to him at dinner. Just then OJ leaned into our table.
1: What OJ Simpson,
2: the o- I like J- how J- OJ like Simpson. OJ. Yeah. You're on
1: a first name basis with OJ Simpson. <laughs> right. Okay.
2: Well, no, I didn't call him juice. That would have, we would have really. Juice. Yeah, um, yeah. juice. Uh, he had been at the bar. We had spotted him. He had been at the bar with two very nice ladies. And he was on the way to the bathroom and he glad handed every table on the way to the bathroom. Uh, Anyway, so I presented my my husband, my not yet husband with this gift, and he used the money to buy a boat and the kind of boat that he bought what was called a fireball and it's a two person boat there is no room for a cup holder so it was totally not the kind of boat that i wanted <laughs> um, this is just hardcore just badass racing and he handed me a harness and was like and you will be in a harness and hang over the edge oh <gasps> never sailed in my life oh yeah. Yeah. And and the person who sold him the boat said, you know, I'll sell you the boat if you promise to sail in the North American fireball champions ships. And he, oh, did you know that sailboat racing meant that you're doing seven races? No.
1: I know nothing.
2: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We don't know. It (laughs) It was a weekend. I was, so driving up in the car, I hated him by this point and <laughs> driving up in the car, I find out that what he's thinking is, I can't believe how lucky I am. I found somebody who loves doing what I love doing. This is so great. And I'm sitting there going, okay, I've let him move in. In, in advertising, if a headhunter finds you a job, you have to keep the job for three months. Um, so they can make their money. And I thought, well, everybody says that a relationship is more important than advertising than work. So I should let them stay four months before I kick them out. That's what I'm
1: <laughs> So kind of you.
2: Yeah. And, and we ended up doing our first, really our first collaboration was a book called trial by fireball. Oh, we never finished, oh yes. Therapy. Oh,
1: <laughs> yeah. You and guys then- had Oh, sorry. You just had all these major tests at the beginning of your relationship. So obviously you, you were going to be good, good yeah. to go uh, throughout the rest, the rest, the rest of your life.
2: <laughs> you know, there are ups and downs, but nothing's nothing's that bad. Oh, well, you
0: did get married in one of my well, my favorite place and Angie's favorite place, I think. Right. New Orleans.
1: Oh, yeah. I thought you were going to say, oh, me. yeah, <laughs> yes. New Orleans. <laughs>
2: yeah that was fantastic well we picked new orleans because neither of us have family there we we were so smart so smart i know it's Uh, easier right yeah i guess we were at a friend's house uh in la in fact we were at david sheffield's house who he wrote a blurb on the back of the book he um david uh Writes for writes a lot for Eddie Murphy, and he did Mm. Coming to America. Um, But we were at at Hasselhoff's party. What's the
0: movie that you just mentioned? (laughs) Never
2: heard of it. Coming to America. It's a small. It's an indie. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Um, But Blaine said um, we're getting married in in New Orleans on Bastille Day. Whoever wants to come will buy you dinner. And twenty five people showed up.
1: Oh, well, there would have been twenty seven if you had our contact (laughs) info.
2: You know, oh. I'm surprised like the waves didn't ripple out and hit you, pull you <laughs> in. It was yeah, it was great.
1: Well, just, you know, we, we have to go soon, but you're just I, I just have to hear about you spend half of the year in an RV with your husband. Can you tell us how you make that work? Mm-hmm. And and also, you know, how does travel change when it becomes a lifestyle and not a vacation?
2: Well, you know, that's interesting in that everybody assumes you're on vacation because you're not at home mm-hmm. but we're constantly working like it's it's hard to find a day where we're not working in some capacity and you know it's the life we chose but it just kind of you know it's like a little bit of a pinprick when somebody is just like oh you know you just you know like everything is a vacation for you and the other thing is whenever you show up f- when you show up for the person who's Home you're showing up at it's a little vacation for them so then they you know break out the alcohol and whatever <laughs> and and you just put weight on <laughs> just 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 putting weight on i've worked out like on the side of the road i've you know you just like find it where you can but as far as as time with each other i think we're just good at it mm-hmm. um we're good at, at kind of giving each other space. Like we can be within feet of each other and he can have his head in his computer and I'll have my head in my computer. And, and we're just, we're away from each other. Um, that said a nice trip with the girlfriends is aces. Right. I agree. Um... He's also, by the way, he is also the best cook I know. So we eat really well on the road.
1: Mm, That helps.
2: Yeah. yeah. That's a really, that's a good
0: factor um, for this this kind of, this kind of quote unquote work you're doing um, and being on the road. Um, Before we wrap, before we wrap though, I want you to uh, let everyone know and let our audience know where to find your books and how to order them and where to find you.
2: The books are easier to find. Um, (laughs) So uh, my website is, Honey Parker books where you can find out about the books and there's also going to be a cocktail book. And, and there's, for some reason everybody started taking pictures of themselves with the book. So there's like a gallery of people taking selfies with the book, which I love, which I totally love. And it's on Amazon at carefulish.com. Just carefulish.com takes you right to the book because my fantastic husband, Mr. Parker knows how to set all that stuff up so <laughs> that was a huge help huge and, uh how do people find couple co uh, oh couple co is easy couple co couple uh is is our website and we're on uh facebook and instagram and uh carefulish actually has a facebook group oh. it is careful ish uh oh. where we just share some ridiculous things whenever we can <laughs> <laughs>
0: only about COVID or
2: just in general? No. Well, you know, um, no, cause people just do ridiculous things in general. It started out just being, you know, like people would share their, the names of their sourdough. Um, <laughs> and now we've, now we've, we've ventured out be, well, because we're all starting to venture out. So you know what goes up starts to expand, like sourdough. I was just gonna say that is that in reference to sourdough? <laughs> sourdough-ish, if you will. It is sourdough-ish. Yeah, we get a lot of issues. I love that. There's a lot of ish- there's a lot of
1: issues
0: in life. Well, honey, thank you so much for being on Bitch Talk finally, and I- I'd love to have you back whenever.
2: It is my pleasure. I've been following you ladies for years, especially since, you know, you were in my house and you didn't make a mess at all. <laughs> we did it. And we were cleaned. Done. Yeah. We are very
1: clean. Come on. Yes. You got to be respectful. You
2: d- well, you were. And, and yeah, you're welcome anytime.
1: Oh, thank you, honey. Thank you so much, honey. Super fun. I need. Yeah, we need a part two. You need to elaborate on everything, basically. So,
2: <laughs> well, you let me know when you want me back. You guys are great.